0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny and, let's face it, rather warm day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Carl Richmond, Chief Executive of Brookvale Care Home, a Greater Manchester social and residential care facility. Carl, hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming on the program today. Uh, now, normally we charge headlong into the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, how has this affected the way in which you operate your organization?
1: Well, it's provided some tough challenges in terms of how we care for the um, 70 residents we have here at Buckvale. Um, it It's meant that um, things have changed significantly from prior to the lockdown. We had to introduce a, a, a lockdown of visitors coming to the, the care home very early on, and that means that uh, there's not been people visiting our care home for, for some time now. Say for um, medical people or people uh, involved in in, in actually dealing with any problems with uh, repairs and things but it, it's been difficult because my, my staff have you i've uh, had to come to work in a difficult situation where it's been at their risk um afraid of picking up any viruses or passing any viruses on and you know these hot days what have been upon us over the last couple of months you know when you're wearing your ppe your face masks your, your your visors and aprons and gloves it, it has proved challenging but it's something which um we've done well um despite the, the difficulties and happily um at, at our place we've remained um, covid free so that's both staff and uh, residents
0: fantastic now yeah, well, let me ask you how is the morale amongst your patients and staff
1: well, our, our residents are people with really learning difficulties, ranging from people in the twenties up to the seventies, the and for a short period of time they, they um, were, were confused and they they couldn't understand why suddenly they were isolated into separate areas on the premises. Um, a, couple, a number of our residents um, have capacity, so can go out and into the community. And obviously, for, for them, that that has been tough for the uh, at the start of the lockdown because they didn't understand why. But as time has gone on, it's become the new norm, really. And the morale of the residents has remained really good. We're, we're lucky to have a 12-acre site here, so in terms of um, sort of opportunities to, to to walk around the ground, socially distancing. You know, we, we have a, mm. a swimming pool here. We have various activities which are available to to the residents. So, really, we've we, in a, in a bubble. We've tried. We've, we've managed to continue to go on. But to say the only difference was that you know my staff, important times are wearing full PPE. So that that I was amazed that that didn't cause any you know, concerns to the residents. They just seem to have accepted it. Mm. Um, in terms of my staff, that, that they've prefer, performed heroically, really. I mean, they've attended work on a daily basis, knowing that the possible risks, and, you know, have turned up with a smile on their face and, and, and got on with the job and, you know, provided fabulous care. And that has been a comfort to the families who obviously have not been able to attend because of the lockdown. And with that, you know, they know, the families know that, that their, their loved ones are being well cared for uh, and are in a safe environment. So that is something which, which we're proud of here. And, uh, you know, it it's a credit to the staff that they've kept themselves safe at home, and attended work and kept morale up themselves
0: absolutely well every week on the show uh we ask a topical question of the week and this week's question of the week is simply what role do you think that the office will play in the future of work both within your own organization and the wider world
1: this is a conversation i've had with with, with many people um as, as a facility, what we ha- have here, we, we, before lockdown, would have large numbers of visitors. Whether it be social workers to conduct reviews, whether it be um, people to discuss the, the future development, the trustees meetings, because we're a charity. Now, I think in the future, it, the, the office will, will diminish, and you know people will be able to work from home more effectively. They'll be able to um, you know, manage their workloads w- w- without the need to uh, make their way into busy city centers and you know the carbon front footprint will be protected a little bit. And I think it's an easier way to hold a meeting these days on a, on a Zoom or a Microsoft team because more people can be involved I, I had um, a, a residential providers meeting with our local authority um, a couple of days ago. And these take place normally every three or four months. And hitherto, they've been taking place at the um, Berry Town Hall. Now, the logistics of people leaving their workplaces to, to drive to a, a town, then try and park, you know, you ended up that there was only a handful of people attending mm-hmm. these meetings. These last couple of meetings, which have been held over the Microsoft Teams, 80, 90 people have been in, in attendance. So that, that's indicative of how the uh, new way of what will come with new norm, I think, is that, that meetings will, will be taking place uh, virtually rather than face to face.
0: Well, it should be very interesting to see where we land on this in the future. Uh, we should touch on leadership before the end of the show. Uh, so uh, I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Leader means someone who can govern, uh, who, who, who can provide a, a support network and someone who can guide um, a, a, an operation um, to, to, to be run successfully.
0: And how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: Um, well, my, my background is I, I'm actually a solicitor, so I, I've for many years dealt with the public and dealt with um, professionals. And I try and sort of lead on on the way of trying to guide people the right way um, i'm very approachable um, i'm firm but fair i'll always listen to um i'm happy to take criticism if, if, if people think i'm doing things in an incorrect manner or if they think that uh, that it should be done a different way and and i think being a leader like that being all-inclusive um makes you be a bit more productive as well.
0: And where would you say your leadership style came from? Uh did you have a role model who shaped you in this way?
1: Um not necessarily. I think it's, you know, my mother probably when 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 I was young, she 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 provided a very uh, steady and uh, comfortable way of living and you know pushed me to to to, to get myself to university and provided for me while, whilst I did, and then probably my uh, mentor as a as an article clerk who, who took me under his wing and showed me the, the ropes of criminal legal work, and I think then having dealt with barristers and other solicitors and professional clients, you, you, you then are able to then pick up the... the, the benefits of, of their knowledge or the way they work and I think it's so it, it's a tapestry of all different things over a, peri- a long period of time
0: Well it certainly is but unfortunately we don't have a long period of time we are about to finish uh, but before I let you go what does the next 12 months have in store for Brookvale Care Home?
1: Um, I, th- I think it's tr- trying to develop a, a new norm um, it's it, Trying to explain to parents and visitors that it, it can't be as it was, where there's free reign to to come in and and visit and spend close time with the their loved ones. It, it's got to be managed. It's got to be done socially spaced. And really, in, in terms of making sure financially that, that we're stable, we we, we had to lock down our daycare facility because. Um we were locked down so financially we 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 have lost on that and we've paid a lot of money out on, on um PPE. So it's just really about making sure that we're stable and making sure that we continue to be as effective and, and uh you know direct as we can be.
0: Well, I do wish you and the entire team at Brookvale the best of luck in the coming weeks and months. And I do hope that we can have you back on the program again, Carl, when things get back to normal. Um, Carl, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you too. Carl, uh, that was Carl Richmond, Chief Executive of Brookvale Care Home. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
3: Oh, there, there are one or two people who are very familiar um, uh, who do Google me. Realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex, uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool, many many years ago, nineteen sixty two, I think that was. So I didn't. And... Um, yes, I, I didn't really feel it at the time. It was lucky <laughs> to be playing, I guess, at one or two injuries. Um, Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um, uh, well, you want me to tell you actually... if you want? You want? You got time. I can tell I do, you. I you want. Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So
3: I was uh, doing it at a dinner in, in the Channel Lines, three or 400 people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions.
2: What, what a question. What a question.
3: Uh, well, I think that would be in, definitely in the stupid category, wouldn't it? So we had a laugh about it's,
2: that. Uh, well, uh, and we, you've got to have a patient of a saint, I think, sometimes to put up with things like I found it
3: amusing. I just found it amusing. In fact, some of the audience found it highly amusing as well, so it did make put,
2: If you could put up with my questions, you could probably put up with uh, anything. <laughs> um, but there th- 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 would have become a point, though, um